Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Rasgrees, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. Buck, we have some stories today that uh, most of which you've sent me again this week, and I don't think you realized it, but you kind of had a theme going here. And these are, <laughs> in most circumstances, are... Ones where criminals decide to call the cops on themselves. You know, uh, I I blame it on um, on a multitude of factors. There, um, most of it, like ninety percent, being luck. But of the uh, of the remaining ten percent, I'd have to blame my perfectly submitted articles on a uh, irresponsibly timed yet precise tincture of Adderall coffee and marijuana. So uh, yeah, let's see let's see what we can pump out here today. Well, we're gonna start out with WSOC TV. This is coming from the Associated Press uh, in Salem, South Carolina. A man was fatally shot on a lake in South Carolina by a boater who helped rescue him from the water. That's an interesting headline. Nathan Drew Morgan, twenty nine, and a woman were in distress in Lake. Kiwi on Tuesday, news outlets have reported they were not wearing life jackets and their ski, uh, jet ski was doing circles in the water without a driver, according to a news release from the Osone 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 County Sheriff's Office. Another man Oconee. and a Oconee? Okay, let's go with that. Yeah. Another man and a woman on a pontoon boat drove over to help get the pair out of the lake. The couple on the boat told authorities Morgan became agitated once he got on board and started assaulting them. <laughs> Starts attacking the rescuers. Great job, buddy. Investigators were told he may have wanted to get back on the jet ski. They also believe there may have been an argument between Morgan and the woman. Uh he he was with before they were ejected into the water. The woman who was with Morgan pushed him back into the lake in an attempt to defuse the situation. The couple on the pontoon helped him aboard again, and the man shot him after a second encounter in fear for his wife's safety. Morgan died on the boat from a gunshot wound to the chest. <laughs> the sheriff's office did not release the name of the woman uh, or uh, uh, who was with him or the man and woman on the boat, citing an ongoing investigation. The Tenth Circuit Solicitor's Office will determine whether probable cause exists to file any charges or if this was a case of self-defense. So, <laughs> they, they're, they're like in the lake, no life jackets, their jet ski is going, rawr, 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 it's going on on its own. And this pontoon boat, you know, the party barge comes up and says, come on in the boat, we'll help you. And the guy starts acting the fool and they get his girl on board. So she shoves his ass back in the lake to shut him up. They help him up again, and he starts making threats, so the, the, the captain of the pontoon party barge decides to bore a hole in his chest. <laughs> wow. How do you even score something like this? Like, they're, they're, like, I know, I know for a fact. No, I don't know fucking shit for a fact. But let's just face the reality of it. Nine times out of ten in a circumstance like this, there's something. There's an underlying something that made this man's <laughs> like what, like excluding you know being shot in the chest and dying. What wrecked his day prior <laughs> to this event occurring? Uh, falling, like, off, falling off his jet he, ski for starters. <laughs> I know, like he he must have like 
this is the most historical case of a bad day that I've ever seen in my fucking life. He probably woke up and stubbed his toe on the way to the bathroom like nothing was right. <laughs> and I, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm actually not, like, I will give this a score of a two. I know that he died. I'm scoring the guy who died. I actually am. Because you can't score the guy who shot the dude who acted like a fool on his boat. Wait a minute. That's the thing, though. You don't know how much of a fool he was acting like. I mean, maybe the guy with the gun overreacted. We don't know. There's so many unanswered questions in the story that we can't. Yeah, there is. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm not even going to score it I don't even, at See, all. that's the thing. I don't think we can score any of this. But, God damn, you, 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 I think you did say it correctly. This was the epitome of a bad day. You can, this is the crescendo. I don't think you... It, it, there's, there's, there had to be more in this guy's life, day. And, and I, I'm sure they, they put onions in his breakfast when he told him no onions. I mean... <laughs> this is... Yeah. I mean, like, like, of all the karmic black holes that exist in the universe, like, what... The fuck sucked all his juju into this one. Like, I'm telling you. Like, everything about his day must have fucking sucked. Everything. Yeah, everything right, up, everything. right up until the end. <laughs> no, I... That, well, remember, I said it very, very beginning. Excluding death. Like, that is the ultimate bad day. You know, regardless of whether it's sunshine and you just discover the world's first unicorn. If you die, it's the worst day ever. But leading up to that must have been like if this dude made it to tomorrow, he'd have wanted to forget today. Like that's that's how bad it was. What the? Yeah. Either way, man. What if we've we've covered a lot here, man. We've this is the this is our first fluke. (laughs) <laughs> that I can that I can recollect, like this this just really like everything thrown in the shit furnace. <laughs> Either way, let's move along. This next story comes from knoe.com. Knoe News Eight: Alleged drug dealer's home is burglarized moments after arrest. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this one. Uh, T-A-N-G-I-P-O-H-O-A. I, I have no idea. It's in it's, it's a parish in Louisiana, so we're just going to keep referring to it as Louisiana here on out. Yeah, I, I stopped paying attention to the pronunciation after you said the letter T. Yeah. So I'm no help on that one either. We'll just refer to it as Louisiana. Correct. Nine people are behind bars after deputies arrested a woman on drug charges whose home was burglarized moments later. According to the Paris Sheriff's Office, the ordeal began when deputies served a warrant on Anne uh, Nukio, 45, at a home on Holland Road in the parish. While speaking to a man at the front door, deputies noticed Nukio exiting from the rear of the house. She was taken into custody, and deputies found drugs and paraphernalia throughout the home. Uh, A short time later, deputies received a tip that several people had shown up and were actively burglarizing the home. Three subjects forced their way into the home and were taking items from inside, according to the TPSO. All three were allegedly in possession of drugs and taken into custody. In total, the following people were arrested. And it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people from this. 
<laughs> they had the drug deal, and then they had nine. <laughs> they had like six. No, more no, no, show no. Up. You're not sparing. No, you don't get to spare anybody, Shame. I would like you to recite the names and the ages of the suspects that were arrested in this fuck up. Uh, yeah, because you know how I love pronouncing names. Anna Nusio, nah, never mind. 45. Stephen Terry, 50. Joseph Foy, 33. Zachary Heaton, 30. Megan Meadows, 32. Chris Shirley, 29. Michael Weldon, 22. Scott Binger, 51. And Christina D'Angelo, 45. You folks all get a special liability badge. Special, special. We should shout out just to you folks. Dumbasses. <laughs> so this is so okay. So they, they, they have a warrant for her. They see somebody at the house. They see the they they see the on view transaction occur. So they didn't even need the warrant at that point, but they had it. So they took her into custody. They searched the residence. They got a bunch of stuff, took her into custody. Then someone calls them and say, hey, in that house you were just at where you arrest that lady? Yeah, there's people robbing it. <laughs> so it went out on Jungle Line that this, this chick got arrested. And they said, well, she's got all the good shit in her house. Let's go get it. <laughs> yep. And after all the dust clears and the lights go down, we see the sheriff drive away in a Lamborghini. <laughs> the other the other possible. <laughs> The other possible scenario is that they, it was a ring and uh, they were trying to remove evidence from the house before, not realizing the sheriffs had searched it. That's a possibility as well. Just I think that's actually like the second most likely of of scenarios. I, I, I think, think they're both. The I think, I think they're both equally as likely. When the drug no, <laughs> I don't think the sheriff. No, I'm I'm not talking about the sheriff like running away with shit no 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 i'm talking about the first likely one being that these nine people are a bunch of fucking tweakers just seizing on an opportunity like that i think is the first most likely and the second most likely would be people trying to cover their asses yeah, yeah. and just getting caught so in this, but so who do we who do we rate here do we do the group as a whole perhaps <laughs> you know what since they went the extra mile and we reciprocated by going the extra mile listing all nine of the of of the other uh folks arrested we'll just go ahead and make this a uh you know a full 10 and uh we'll we'll rate these folks as a group all 10 of them we'll throw them into a hat so what are we what are we going to give these folks raz what do you think uh nobody was nobody was killed i mean people conceivably could have od'd from drugs but in this one instance nobody was killed and conceivably nobody was hurt so that that kind of lowers the score a little bit uh as far as we can mm -hmm. tell there was no firearms involved so you know we're gonna score down a little bit i'm gonna give it a three i was thinking right in that same margin man yep i i think a three is a very respectable you know liability score to give these uh this troop of 10 I mean, and, was, uh, we it, can just... it doesn't meet the criteria for the, the fours and the fives that we like to give. But at the same time, drugs are bad. <laughs> uh, and we don't want drugs in the street. And drugs do horrible things to people and families. So I, I, I can't justify bringing the score any lower, but I can't really push it any higher either. That's kind of my, it's kind of my thinking. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm right in line with there. I just, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll jive with that. 
All right, Buck, we're back for the second half, and we're going to go straight to Local12.com. Animal cruelty charges filed after monkey allegedly eats man's drugs. That This story does involve a monkey, and I like to just remind everybody that every time a monkey story comes up that Buck has been bit by a monkey. His name I'm was, not going to make any... His name was I'm Joey. not going to make any monkey puns. His name was Joey. Oh, yes, I was... But- I was actually, yes, actually bit by a fucking monkey. Yeah. Whose name was Joey. (laughs) Yes. In a prison. (laughs) Yep, at a prison. Same monkey also humped my ex-wife's head. Yeah, monkey wasn't all bad. This is being reported out of Cincinnati. A man is facing animal cruelty charges after police say his pet got into his drugs. We're not talking about a cat or a dog, though. The charges stem from a pet cachupan monkey. Adam Cordaeus, 34, is facing charges of prohibited relations to companion animals. Oh, I'm sorry. I read that completely wrong. Oh my god! I Whoa, that. you did. <laughs> is facing two charges of prohibitions related to companion. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That was and a, since we're that since, was one hell of a special helper monkey. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And that uh, just just to go full circle, man. It is called a capuchin monkey. I only know this because I'm actually a huge fan of Friends, and the were, TV show. And you were bit by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There well, was that. Because these small monkeys are kept inside as pets, they fall under that companion animal category. Capuchin monkeys are not regulated by the state of Ohio like other exotic animals. So if you can find someone selling one, you're able to buy them, just like a cat or a dog. The court documents show Hamilton drug dog warden found uh, Cordaeus had given or allowed his monkey to ingest amphetamines. There's no word on the condition of the monkey, and WKRC doesn't have any more details on what happened other than the dog warden's report. Previously, Cordaeus was found incompetent to stand trial on a deadly crash in 2017 in which he was the driver and lost control and killed his friend. Uh, Teresa Bullock, who runs the Misfitland monkey rescue says she hopes Cordaeus is not allowed to have any more monkeys i pray our court system our prosecutor and judges can see that they have no business trying to take care of life beyond his own if they're struggling to take care of themselves then they don't have the mental capacity to take care of something especially as high maintenance as a baby monkey end quote (laughs) Cordaeus will be back in court on Thursday, March 18th. His attorney entered a written plea of not guilty to both charges. The monkey has been removed from the residence, but court documents do not show where it has been relocated. He got his so hold on, real. He he got his monkey high. That's all there is to it. He did. He did. Nah, people that people protect their drugs and they like fucking with their animals. Okay, what's this fella's name again? What's this guy's name? Uh, Adam Cordaeus. Okay, I'm gonna need you to text that to me. I uh, I, I normally profess that I will be friends with just about anybody, but this guy, I'm gonna. Uh, this will be the only name that I blacklist from people that I would be friends with. He killed his buddy in a car crash, and uh, and the next lowest level of sentient being next to human 
I, I will comedically call the monkey. And uh, and he obviously is a very poor steward of that particular animal as well. As a handicapped man, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ride anywhere. This guy. So so Buck. Nope. There is a um, mm. there's a group of photos on the on the website, and they're not like you have to actually click on one, so you can go through the gallery on here. Which, if you're a website administrator, that's fucking stupid to quit doing it. Uh, but there actually is a snapshot of the. Um, of the deputy's report and it says before me personally, this is like, this is something towards the court, uh, deputy Travis Milheim, who being duly sworn according to law states that honor about the 7th day of February, 2012 at Cincinnati, Ohio, Adams Cordaeus did quote, knowingly provide his Kachupan monkey with amphetamines. This evidence was obtained using a urine drug screening kit. They piss tested the monkey. They piss tested yeah, the monkey. This... <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you piss test a monkey? Do you give him a cup and tell him what to do? All right. So I'm very, very, very reluctant to give this man a five, but I'm going to. And and it's strictly stemming from the fact that you can't do that shit to an animal. You you cannot do that. They do not understand. It is cruel. It is cruel on so many levels to do that to an animal. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. However, you know, I'm reluctant to give him that five, although I'm going to stick with it, simply because of the fact that earlier in the article it mentioned that he was unfit to stand trial. Like, was that due to a medical reason? Because I've never heard of them... Like I, I've heard of them delaying a trial because of somebody's medical condition, but not not outright just saying you can't do it. Once, you know, even I'm fit to stand trial. So I'm I'm wondering no, I'm wondering if so it's mental illness. It is mental illness. What will typically happen is you'll have an evidentiary hearing to determine whether the uh, defendant is mm. has the mental capability to uh, provide to their own defense, or if they have an understanding of what they did being wrong and having consequences uh so like they're in this particular town that i live in we have an individual who the police have to go to the house probably about twice a week uh, he lives with his mother he's in his uh 30s i believe and um he's steals shoplifts all the time does uh assaults all the time uh but a judge has previously ruled him to be incompetent to stand trial so that Every time they do uh, charge this individual, uh, it's immediately dismissed because the district attorney can't take it to trial. So there, yeah. there is situations where someone can be ruled incompetent to stand trial, and it's due to uh, mental health reasons of some kind. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm gonna go ahead. I'll score. I'm not gonna score him a five. I, I can't. I can't do that. That's why I'm. Like I said, I'm so reluctant to do it. Cruelty to animals generally will score a five all day long. But in his particular case, I, I, I just, he's obviously like, he, there's just, the cheese has slipped off this man's cracker. So, like, he probably thought he was just having a good time with the monkey, like, gonna, gonna just fuck around with the monkey. So, you said two, th you said two things here. Uh, the over encompassing 
statement that you want to give them a five and why. I'm not going to disagree with you. We can, give them a, we can give them a high score. But you did make one mis inaccurate statement in there. You said that the animals don't know better. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, there are two animals in the world that I know of that get high on purpose, and those are monkeys and dolphins. Uh, monkeys will look... They get drunk. They look for fermented fruit. They love it. <laughs> uh, just look, look, look up drunk monkeys on YouTube. You'll find it like crazy. Um... I, I absolutely do believe he gave it to him on purpose. Uh, I've known people that got chickens drunk. Um, I know people that blow marijuana into dogs and cats' faces, which, incidentally, marijuana can kill a dog. So stop it. <laughs> uh, but no, um, the, 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 your score is fine. I can't. I can't argue with you on it. Right. So, all right. As sad as that was, hopefully we can end on a high note here, man. <laughs> this next one's coming from the UK from the Metro UK uh, drug user rang police to ask them to check the authenticity of his meth <laughs> oh, mm. yes ah. I believe this actually happened in the states but it's being reported in the UK when, when one, of, one of our citizens does something so stupid they report about it on another continent I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty good vetting, in my opinion. <laughs> I, you know, that uh, that's pretty strong, man. That This guy definitely um, definitely made some headlines. Well, but anyhow, tell us more about this idiot. Thomas Eugene Colucci, 41, called the Hernando County Sheriff's Office to go to his home in Spring Hill, Florida. Because, yep, Florida. Florida. And told arriving deputies that he had purchased meth from a man at the local bar. Colucci apparently thought he had been sold bath salts instead of the drug after consuming some of the substance. Colucci said he was an experienced drug user and had taken meth and knew what it should feel like, according to the sheriff's office. Evidently, the substance Carlucci had recently purchased did not provide the expected sensation, hence the call to 911. Additionally, Colucci told deputies he wanted the substance to be tested because he did not want others to buy fake meth from the seller. Colucci apparently asked law enforcement officers to put the person in trouble for offering dangerous drugs. That's a quote. <laughs> Deputies tested the substance at the scene from all the bags as Colucci requested and found <laughs> it did contain methamphetamine. Then they arrested Colucci, transported him in a patrol car to a hospital where he complained about chest pains. Colucci was cleared by a doctor and charged with possession of methamphetamine as well as possession of drug paraphernalia. He was not given a name or contact information uh, for the man who sold him the drugs. Colucci's bond was set at $7,000. And the sheriff's office also put, uh, put this at the end. If you or someone you know have doubts about the authenticity of any illegal narcotics you have on hand or obtained from another person, the Hernando County Sheriff's Office is pleased to provide this service free of charge, stating the, starting, <laughs> stated the sheriff's office today. <laughs> Sheriff's office like fuck it, roll with it. <laughs> hey, there's can't. I mean, you can't. You cannot leave low hanging fruit, <laughs> and that's that's just that's the best way to scoop it all up. You know, there's a sucker born every day. You know, they used to do these things where, uh, you know, um. <clears throat> 
they would send out mailings to to people in like New York City and stuff. And they'd be like, oh yeah, come and get your free Mets tickets and stuff like that, or your free Yankees tickets. And all these people would show up, and then it would just be a sting. So they'd all get arrested. What you're talking about in New York is a little bit more diabolical than that. What they did is they took a school bus, like a short school bus, not like the like the the, the short bus, but the actually like just a little bit shorter. Um, it was painted up. Uh, to look like it was from the New York Yankees, and it was a party bus. And they actually would tell, call people up and say, "Hey, you've uh, you were entered into this drawing when you bought something at a general convenience store or whatever. Uh, we'd like to let you know you won, and you're going to get a uh, a chance to meet the players in the locker room, and <laughs> we'll give you uh, tickets to uh, this game. Blah blah blah. And they actually sent this bus around to their house to pick them up." Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it was. Yep, and they literally just took yep. them right to the police station, right to jail. Like that's that that that's what this really reminds me of, almost. Well, funny, you know? funny or thing, at least what the uh, what the sheriff's office is offering. Like that's what that reminds me of. Oddly enough, we actually have a friend uh, who is a state law enforcement official and has done this. Yes, we do. Has done this um, one time with. Uh, a, a cell phone store in a mall, he actually convinced them to let him tell people they had won the brand new iPhone, you know, get it before you can buy it or whatever. And they made phone calls and um, had people come in to get their new free iPhone. And he just arrested them and took them to an empty building in the mall, like an empty uh, shop in the mall where they held them. One constable held them, the other one went over and transported and they, they just kept running that all day they got like seven people yep got like seven people out of i'm it. sure i hey man there's a it's low-hanging fruit yep it's low-hanging fruit well i, I that's also, all it is he also gets a lot of traction out of his facebook page and there was one where he put up for like valentine's day he had, have us you know an ex that has a warrant <laughs> let us know and we'll make their valentine's day special <laughs> And so, I mean, it, it, the thing is, though, it's funny, but it works. And actually, people, hey, that's a good idea. Fuck, fuck Joe. Bah, 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 bah. Joe's out here, you know. Well, see, and that's that that might that 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 makes me believe that that's what this Yahoo was trying to do. He's like, oh, you're going to sell me bad drugs. Well, I know these are bad. I know my drugs. I'm going to have the cops come here, test them. They're going to be fake. Then I'm going to give them your name, and then I'm going to fucking snitch on you. Yeah, like that's what this but here's, that's, but that's here's what I really believe this guy's game was. Here's the problem though. Uh if even if you buy drugs that are fake, guess what? You can still be charged with drug possession mm-hmm. for the drug that you thought it was. Honest to God, it, it, you you this has come up because of sting operations where the police departments have undercover officers selling drugs. And the defense was, well, I didn't buy drugs. And the court has ruled, but you believed it to be drugs. As such, they will mm-hmm. charge them accordingly. And the Supreme Court has upheld that. So uh, you have a, um, a situation here where it doesn't matter if they're fake. But in this case, they were real. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a stand-up drug dealer, apparently. <laughs> just, yeah. a, just a dipshit uh- end user, like all drug users. Well, I mean, like it could have been like cut drugs, like super diluted or whatever. I don't, I don't know how meth works, so I'm not going to sit here and try to Breaking Bad this shit or Apollo 13 my way into a solution. Bottom line is that this guy is a slice of shit. He's a fucking snitch. 
and we know it. It doesn't say he snitched, but we 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 both known enough drug dealers to know that that's what that's what he was doing. Okay, so that's, just, he's, just just pay attention. He's trying to dry snitch. Look, look me in the eye right now. All drug users and drug dealers are snitches. They will all roll on each other all the time. I have never once seen one of them go down for somebody else. Not once. <laughs> all I know, man, is that this dude, again, slice of shit, man, right off the, like, he's like the heel of the turd kind of slice of shit. Like, that's that's where this guy is. I'm... Like, I normally wouldn't give somebody with such a petty offense a four, but this this guy, like, this is one of those people that just needs to be locked up for a while. He needs to be on timeout. He's he gets a four from me. I'm kind of stuck at a three, but you you stick to your guns, man. <laughs> oh, be- I will. I will. That being said, that brings us to an end of another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. We ask that you please at least tell one friend about it. Even if you tell them it's so horrible, it sucks, it's god-awful, but you should listen to it just to hear how bad it is. Doesn't matter. As long as they're listening to it, that's all we care about. Because quite frankly, we need more listeners. We need people like you. They're listening to this episode right now. Because you've made it this far, so obviously we either you you either can't find the button to skip us to the next podcast, or you're actually enjoying what we're saying. Tell a friend. The only thing we ever ask that you pay is attention. I am the Raz Grease mm-hmm. with my co-host the Buck. Wishing you all a happy and safe week.